I feel like honored just to be able one share the stage and two just be able to go there and soak up the knowledge from all of those guys. This this, this is the House Flipping HQ podcast. Now let's get flipping with your host Justin Williams. Hey everyone, this is Kyle from House Flipping HQ with a special episode for you today. Uh, as you may have heard, Flip Hacking Live is coming up in less than one month. Uh, so if you don't have your tickets yet, uh, make sure to go to fliphackinglive.com to reserve your spot now because seats are filling up. Um, what we've been doing over this past uh, few days and what we're continuing to do over the next few days is uh, Bill and Justin are going live on Facebook with some of the speakers for uh, this year's event and they are sharing like a sneak peek, a sneak preview of what they're going to be uh, diving into at the event itself. So if you have not caught any of those uh, Facebook Lives, definitely head over to the House of the HQ page, uh, Facebook page to check that out. Um, or keep listening to this podcast because I'm going to play four of them for you here. So that's right, we have four Facebook Lives that we've done in the last 48 hours, and all four of them are going to be played back for you here. Uh, we've got the one and only Andy McFarland. We've got Mike and Bruce. We've got Gino. We've got Tim Dye. These are all some of the six and seven figure earners that are going to be speaking at the Packing Live, sharing again a sneak peek at what each of them will be discussing at the event. So let's dive in. Okay, I think we're live. Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, how's everybody doing? Sorry, we're a few minutes late. We had some technical difficulties. Um, my first time running this thing, so um, thanks for coming and uh, and joining us. We're gonna. I'm here with Gino. Um, hey. we're, we're going to talk about flip hacking live. Um, as most of you know, it's coming up October 18th through 20th. Um, we've been doing a, Justin and I've been doing a bunch of videos. So what I want to do is I want to come in and bring some of the speakers on and let them share a little bit about who they are and what they're going to be doing. Um, if you haven't already heard the podcast that I did with Walter Bond last week, um, we just put it out yesterday. This guy's amazing. Uh, great speaker. He's going to be on the stage. We've got Russell Brunson coming as we announced earlier, as a lot of you know. Uh, marketing genius. He's going to be coming to talk to us about uh, digital marketing and how we can use it in the uh, real estate world. And uh, all the coaches are going to be with us. And then a bunch of our uh, seven and eight figure members are going to be on the stage speaking too. So um, so Gino is one of those um, speakers. He's uh, down in Orlando area and he's one of our seven figure members. Just one. He's an incredible guy. In fact, um, Gino and I went to high school in the same, uh, the same county. Uh, actually, it was kind of funny. He's a He's a lot older than me, which you can probably tell. <laughs> yeah, but we uh, we went around the same area. I got it like up here, and he's yeah, on the side. On the sides. We're both we're both very distinguished. Um, yeah. But um, he's 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 a, an awesome wholesaler. Him and I have uh, worked together pretty closely over the past like year, I'd say. Gino, maybe a little yeah, over, a little over. Um, so why don't you just tell everybody who's watching a little bit about who you are, and um, you know your you know anything like family. Um, your business, stuff like that, and just give yeah. a little background on you. Sure. Um, my name is Gino Ihada. That's how you pronounce it. It's spelled H-I-J-A-D-A. It's pronounced Ihada. Um, like Bill referenced, um, I was born and raised in the uh, DMV area, born in D.C., raised in Maryland, Columbia specifically. Um, uh, only child. My parents are like, this guy's so awesome. We're going to stop at one. That's pretty much what they said, right? <laughs> I think. <laughs> um, moved down to Central Florida in the early 2000s. Um, that's really when I started getting going with uh, real estate. So I, I was tinkering with it, but um, just in time, right, for like the 05 crazy stuff. A um, little bit about the business. Um 
primarily wholesale. I do a little bit of uh, rehabs and wholetailing, but uh, I realized early that I really suck at managing crews and keeping people accountable in that space. So really we're a much, much better wholesale machine <clears throat> and we'll be going over stuff that works really, really well for us here in central Florida, which is a pretty tough market. Um, I'd say it's fairly competitive on the scale of, you know, uh, there's a lot of competition, right? Uh, so we're always big on, on tinkering in the garage and doing new things that, that work. So that's what I'll be going over. It. So Gino, one thing, one thing to me that stood out when you joined seven figure was, um, you're you're probably like one of the most humble people I've ever met until you really start getting to know you a little bit and you like to brag. So <laughs> yeah, but, then I'm like super anti-humble, right? Yeah, it's it's like the exact opposite. It's kind of funny. I was like looking through your Facebook page to try to find a picture of you to put on our our page for this uh, this live thing, and I would not recommend going there. You can get lost in there. I spent like an hour a waste of time. There's so much funny stuff. Gino's probably one of the like the funniest guys I've ever met once you get to know him. Um, it, just be careful. So, yeah. um, so then yeah, be, be uh, real when, careful, real careful. <laughs> By the way, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not wearing, um, pajama pants, um, below here. So good. good. We don't, we don't need to know all that stuff. I know. I know. <laughs> so Gino, inside, inside joke. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I say that sometimes on the, on the video calls, I'm wearing pajama pants cause it's nice being a real estate investor and I'm at my house. And I can just do whatever I want, right? So yesterday I, I wasn't feeling too good and I pretty much wore them all day. So um so Gino came in and like the humble guy that he is, um, it's kinda like, Hey, how many deals are you doing? It's kinda he's like, I do like fifty deals a year. And we're like, What? It's like, how many people do you have? He's like, Uh, eh, just me, really. I have like a couple other people that help me out, but um and everybody was just kind of blown away. Like he's built this business doing fifty deals a year at, all by himself. So coming into the group and kind of systemizing, automating a lot of that stuff. So like what kind of volume are you doing this year and like what's what kind of like what's changed and what does the business look like this year compared to, to last year? Maybe that would help. So here's what's really, really cool. Um, yes. So average 40 to 50 kind of in that space for a while. Um, but I was doing like all the work. I mean, six, seven days a week, uh, 10, 12 hour days were just typical. And, um, you know, it got frustrating because I always made pretty decent money doing what we do, uh, but I could never take time off. Um, I couldn't, you know, my kids are homeschooled and so pretty active as much as I can can be with them. And um, so the business now, we're doing roughly the same amount of deals, um, but it's totally systemized now. Um Whereas I could go away for weeks and weeks and things would continue to run without me. There was zero way of that happening before joining the group. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, I had, you know, a few good months and um, went to Hawaii for like five weeks. And I was like, eh, everything will keep flowing. Right. Got back and just everything went to garbage. <laughs> so I almost literally had to start over. Um, that's the difference between pre seven figure flipping and post seven figure flipping is that I could step back. I, I'm already, uh, very hands off at this point, uh, in the business. And there was no way I was even close to that before 
joining the group. So my wife thinks, thanks you for that <laughs> or, or curses you because you know, I am around more. So you're around more, you're getting your yeah. hands and stuff. You're following. That's it. Around. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's exactly. I, I won't get into the other stuff. That, <laughs> so I do have, I do have six children though. Uh, so that's a hobby. Yeah, for sure. So, um, <laughs> so you, <laughs> we'll just leave it out of that. So yeah, you, that's uh, it. so what are you going to talk about? So there, I know you and I were bouncing back and forth a couple of different ideas. And one of the things I thought that was really special about you when, when we talked was like the way you found deals all the time. It was just, it was a little yeah. bit like unstandard. It wasn't typical. Everybody's talking about sending out mail or doing online advertising. You're like, what is that? What is that? Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I remember we had our first call about sending mail. You're like, hey, how do you pull this list? What is this? Kind of like? <laughs> what, right. what do you put on your mailers? I've never really done this before. So yeah. I know, I think really what I wanted to do is figure out how we can show people to do that, you know, can go find deals the way that you do. It's basically yeah. free. So yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot give a of little taste of that. Give a little taste of that. Sure. Of like some different things that you guys do. Yeah. So um, I would say, I don't know if I were to come up with a term for the kind of marketing we do, it would be uh, relationship marketing, right? Like we've got seeds planted with a number of uh, attorneys and paralegals and bird dogs out there that fairly consistently send us deals um, that we don't pay for. You know, we just became known as the guys that can do a lot of the hairy deals that uh, a lot of people weren't capable of doing. You know, it's not your typical textbook deals like short sales. Um, I mean, at one point we were negotiating like 40 to 50 of these at a time, you know, and we'd consistently be getting more and more of them because we we knew a lot of um, paralegals and attorneys that were in that space. And they would just be like, hey, I can't fight this case any more than I can. And we need somebody to step in and get the job done. Um, so um, just being being known as being creative. Uh, and that's actually what one of the things I was going to share at Flipbagging Live is how to put some of these creative deals together that, you know, this, the market's changed, right? I don't have to tell you or anybody listening that, you know, you just can't walk in the door anymore and guns blazing and yeah, I'll offer you 40, 50, 60 cents in the dollar and we'll close next week. Um, people are smart. People are getting, you know, uh, educated now. So you have to be able to put deals together that are maybe not so typical. Um, and that's, you know, some of what we, we do just regularly um uh, door knocking you know we got a we have a small small army of people that are out there just like jehovah's witnesses just like constantly reaching out to people <laughs> they do still knock on doors right i uh, think so i haven't got okay. one in a while okay. <clears throat> where we grew up yes maybe they don't maybe we need to do a training for the new school jehovah's witnesses and then we can show them how to yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, so I'm going to um, make sure that you're a PC when you're on stage. Oh, so okay. You know. Yes. Yes, I will. I promise <laughs> I will be at least PG 13. Right. right. Um, but no, we developed a system that uh, is scalable uh, to be able to go, you know, as opposed to just pin the tail on the donkey, just 
you know, knocking on random doors. We've gotten very um, tight on how we do it, when we do it, you know, what we say. Uh, and, and I'll happily go into a lot of that um, at the event. Um, cool. So the different, the, some of the different ways that you guys are finding deals and then actually digging into the details about how you're finding them, the system that you built out, and then when you find them, how to close them. Like what, yeah. what are some of yeah. the things to do? And are these some of like the bigger, fatter deals that you guys get when they're really kind of hairy, as you called it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I tell people, I mean, a, a lot of people are going after the low hanging fruits. Um, you know, there's people in the business that six months ago were working at Home Depot, nothing against Home Depot, but, um, you know, these people don't tend to have really, really good biz ac- business acumen or a lot of experience on how to, um, how to do a tough deal. And there's a lot of those deals out there. Um, I mean, it's one thing to just say probate, you know, somebody died and, you know, there wasn't a will. Uh, and so, but I'm talking about that, you know, times five, you know, where there's just a lot more moving parts and those are some of the most banger deals um, that we've done. Um, and we still get deals for mail and, you know, AdWords and things like that, but uh, the ones where people don't want to touch, um, and not just literally, not just figuratively, but literally, like some of the mold stuff. Um, you know, we we have our share of uh, tropical storms and hurricanes and, and and AC units going out on people. So you know, those are the ones that we. Um, we get some ugly houses for sure down here in Florida. Yeah. So I think this is cool. We're going to have the talk about, you know, different strategies, different ways to find these properties and kind of how to put it together. Uh, Less. So a lot less competition there. Uh, They're, they're plentiful, even just if you know where to look and how to find them and then being able to put it all together and be that guy that they come to when they have those, because realtors don't want to touch these things. The lawyers don't want to deal with these things. Uh, you know, th- nope. these people are passing these things off. These are the ones that, that, like you said, are not the low hanging fruit. They're the, they're the ones that, um, you got to take time. It might take a couple yeah. months to put it all together. And right. I mean, they're, they're really fat and juicy usually these kind of deals. So if you they can put, add another couple of these a year to your repertoire, um, who knows? I mean, that's a six figure difference, right? It is. Um, uh, I mean, I, I, there's so many people that we've worked with that, you know, after we talked to them and said, you know, why'd you guys choose us. It was like, well, one, you know, we really took the time to spend with these people uh, because like nobody else would could help them or they did speak to real estate agents like you referenced or attorneys and or, or they didn't have any of the resources to get it done because there was maybe only a certain amount of time. Like, you know, we'll pick stuff up and foreclosure sales in three to five days and we've been able to, you know, get involved and either stop the sale or close before the auctions happen. Things like that where just your typical um, real estate agent or even investor. I mean, I, I don't know a ton of guys that can come in and just, you know, save the day with you know, 72 hours. Like that's just the kind of stuff that we've, we've been able to, to get to. Um, yeah. That's like, awesome. I don't, yeah. I don't want to give them too much more. So okay. <laughs> that's you cool. Want to see the rest. You want to see Gino on stage? Um, Ariane said, Hey Gino, she with like five. What's up girlfriend. Yeah. That's my, so, uh, my um, sister over there. <laughs> there 
So, um, so look, if you want to see Gino and you want to see everybody else, come on, Flip Hacking Live, October 18th through 20th. Uh, real quick, I'm, I'm still working on exactly what I'm going to talk about, but the question that I get, uh, I'll be on stage two the first day, and the question that I get all the time at the last two years of these events is, how did you scale so fast? Like, how did you do what you did at, at that rate or, you know, get from one deal to 78 deals to 180 to we'll probably do over 200 this year. How did you do that so nice. quickly? So I, I'm tired of answering that question one-on-one in person. So I'm going to take the time to, I'm going to present on that. So I'm going to do a full nice. presentation on how I got there, that order. Um, and hopefully I won't have to answer that question again, or I'll just have to talk to everybody that didn't come this year or next year. So, um, so that's what I'm going to be talking about. Um, Gino will be there. Um, this is just like kind of episode one of the Facebook lives that we're going to do. So uh, this afternoon, if you guys are watching this, this afternoon around um, 5.15 Eastern. So what is that? 2.15 Pacific. I'm going to be on with uh, Mike and Bruce. They're down in South Florida in Miami, nice. um, they're Fort Lauderdale area. And they're, they've grown this business uh, really quickly in the past couple of years from uh, just coming in, learning real estate about two years ago to doing a couple million dollars this year. So um, I'm going to talk with them this afternoon. So they'll be like episode two today. And I plan on doing this every day. Uh, today, tomorrow, uh, Thursday for uh, more like an early afternoon and a late afternoon. So I'm just we're just going to keep rolling the speakers through and give you guys a little taste of what they're talking about. Get you excited for the event. Um, if you haven't booked your room, book your room at the Marriott there with all the speakers, uh, all the get special guests that we have are going to be there. All the coaches, all the seven figure members, eight figure members, um, all the House of Formula members are going to be there. So there's there's an awesome networking opportunity after the event. So don't discount the the. Like, don't discount staying at the hotel. It's almost as valuable as the event itself. It's just networking in, in there with people. Sometimes more valuable finding partners and things. Dennis, love you too, man. I can't wait to see you. So, um, and Andrea said, creative deals, I'm all ears, can't wait. Um, so <laughs> oh, she's we, excited. We get, real, we get real creative. Yeah, she said, awesome little nugget. I'm not even in San Diego yet. So uh, people are excited. I can't wait to see all of you guys. Um, if you haven't bought your tickets yet, go to fliphackinglive.com. Pick up your tickets, and then once you buy the tickets, there'll be a link for the hotel. The link for the hotel will also be here in the page. Uh, we got a discounted rate, and Vanessa was great enough to fight with the hotel to get it extended uh, this week because they were their online system was screwed up last week for a couple people that were trying to book. So we've got them to push the rate out. Um, so excited to see all you guys. Uh, Gino, can't wait to see you, man. It's always fun. Um, Likewise. We'll have a blast. When we're off stage, we can keep it uh, R-rated. So, uh, Boom. That's what I'm looking forward to. All right, man. (laughs) Uh, All right, guys. See you. Thanks for for coming on with us and spending some time with us. All right, guys. See ya. Okay, we're live again. So I'm back on. What's up? What's up, everybody? So, um... Yeah, we're late again, so now I know what a talk show host feels like, um, trying to get all the tech set up and get everybody. There's supposed to be like three of us with three screens, but um, now I've got them crammed into their one uh, office. So this is uh, Mike and Bruce. Mike and Bruce are down in the Fort Lauderdale area. They're some of our um, seven-figure members as well, and uh, they're going to be speaking to Flip Hacking Live this year, and I know they have a consultant there over the next couple of days that's been in working with them, trying to grow their business. Uh, my voice has not gotten any better since the per- previous one that I did this morning. So I'm going to let them do most of the talking. So um, I'm really excited to bring Mike and Bruce on the stage because they've really blown up their business in the past couple years. So they came in like guns blazing two years ago, um, learned some lessons there in a very competitive uh, market of Miami, Fort Lauderdale, 
South Florida area. Um, and then, you know, uh, continued to push and drive through that. And now, I mean, they have an unbelievable business this year, just the kind of numbers that they've been telling me about. It's been really incredible. So, um, I'm really excited to bring them to you guys today. So take it away, Mike and Bruce, if you guys want to tell everybody a little bit about yourselves and uh, then we'll go from there. Okay. Yeah. Hey everyone. Um, Mike and this is Bruce and, uh, we actually met together about uh, 10 years ago. Um, we both were police officers and uh, I worked for there for about three years and Bruce, Bruce did about 10 years and we'll get a partial pension. Um, and that's how we met. And Bruce was a realtor on the side when he was a police officer. So we decided to, you know, partner up and, um, and take this on a couple of years ago and, and uh, it's been a whirlwind. So it's been really fun. We, we actually bought our first, first property like investment property like um and it was a property we flipped and we bought it about 25 months ago so and uh and um we're doing really well this year so it's it's been you know but we had to tear it all down and build it back up again and and uh, it's been uh it's been a fun ride so um in a really really competitive market so but when you get it figured out the competitive market like it's like man, this doesn't seem so competitive anymore. So especially when you get, you know, you people start knowing who you are and literally people just want to do business with us now. Makes it a lot easier. So, um, nice. what is, uh, what does the business look like? Primarily wholesaling, flipping? What, what is it? Wholesaling and flipping. Um, we'll do like, uh, um, a hundred, like, uh, 75 to a hundred wholesales this year. And then we'll do, uh, like, uh, 45, 40 to 50 flips this year so and what's nicer about a competitive market is your when you get it dialed in the right way your margins are bigger right because when you land the deal and it's competitive it's usually a hot market so the numbers are really good so we can actually do less deals per year and our numbers might be better than somebody else in a different market just because like we're it's competitive here and the numbers can be really big so um so it's fun so nice yep What's yeah. up, Bruce? You got anything to say in the back there? What's up, Bill? I'm here along along for the ride. No, it's been a great year so far. Like Mike said, we we did tear the business down and and kind of rebuild it in the right direction. Um, we have an office now. We have eight employees. Um, like you said, we have a consultant here right now to help us refine our processes and stuff. Um, for anyone getting started, that's like super important to kind of figure out what direction you're going and. And really your KPIs and your numbers and, and really targeting, you know, what you're trying to accomplish at the beginning. One of our problems was um, kind of a shotgun approach. You know, we threw mud at the wall and tried to figure out what was going to stick and that doesn't work. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So <clears throat> man, it's getting worse. Awesome. So <laughs> So rebuilding, you know, we had a consultant come in also, and we've had our biggest quarter yet by about two times. So I'm really excited to see what kind of growth you guys see after he leaves. Um, but really kind of the implementation. You guys were like went out of gangbusters and just spent money. Uh, like you talked about the KPIs, things like that. It was really kind of knowing your numbers and knowing what kind of return on investment you're getting. Um, so, I mean, it's easy to make a million bucks if you spend a million bucks, right? So, yeah. well, some kind of easy. Um, so- <laughs> but um, we're just going around in circles a lot of times. So we got to know our numbers, the KPIs, things like that. So um, 
So what are you guys going to talk about at Flip Hacking Live? Actually, before we go into that, you said like we're doing a certain number of deals. Like what is what does it look like? What is what kind of numbers does that equate to for you guys? Um, I mean, it like so far we're eight months in, and I think we just had a call with uh, the bookkeeper and stuff, and and she's more like a controller, like an accountant almost that does our books, and uh, we're at four hundred and fifty thousand net uh, for the year, and that doesn't include the 25 projects and flips and all the other wholesales we have in the pipeline that we could close. So, um, I mean, it's reasonable to think that, I mean, we might do 800,000 net this year, you know, net, which is is unbelievable, you know? And uh, I I wouldn't have thought like even at the beginning of the year, but you know, when you start having months that you do 350,000 to 400,000 in gross revenue one month, one month, and you wouldn't figure. And it's like, Oh wow. But then, you look back and it's like, you know, we've had the slower months too, but you know, our, our overhead is probably a hundred thousand a month. And now we do one fifty. I mean, if we're doing one fifty like in revenue a month, like that's a bad month. So it's wild to think that you got your business to a point where you can do 50,000 and, um, and, and that profit a month and, and it's a bad month, you know? So, and then we had two months this year where we hit 350,000 like, or a little more. So it's like, wow, you know? So, okay. So everybody listening to this, I know what you're thinking when you hear that a hundred thousand dollars of overhead in a month is scary, right? You're, you're a one man show right now. You're thinking about, you're doing your first wholesale. You're looking for your first deal. You're doing second and third deal. This seems so unattainable, but I talked to you on the first, um, the first live broadcast that I did earlier. And I said, what I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about how I got from one deal a year to where we're at now in a very short period of time. So how to grow and scale responsibly from one deal to almost 80 deals to uh, you know 180 deals to 200 some deals in just a couple of years. So that's what you guys did. And um, a lot of people are really scared about that. So, th- and that's okay. Like we're not just bringing up people on the stage who are overnight successes or are you know making millions of dollars. Um, we all had to go through that same process. So we're going to break it down and we're going to show you how to do it. Um, I really, I think that's, that's the key here is this event is not just for somebody that's brand new. It's not just for somebody that's really, really experienced. It's for everyone. We have something for the brand new people. It's not going to be way over your head. If you're just getting started in real estate, if you flip, you know, dozens of houses, you flipped hundreds of houses. There's going to be people on stage that are going to talk to each and every one of you at different levels. And you, I'm sure you guys are going to talk to the people who, are really experienced and the people who aren't as experienced and same with me. I'm going to change people's mindsets. I'm going to, I'm going to get them motivated. I'm going to show them how I did it and I'm going to break it down piece by piece. So what are you guys going to talk about at the event? Yeah. Our, our biggest thing is people like are really into um, uh, like direct marketing and, th- and things like that. So, and I think, I think that that is all well and good, but in, in our market, if you, it's, it's relationship based. And, and if, if you want your best return on your money, it's all about the relationships. Like, and, and I even think like disk tasks and, and personality assessments are so important in regards to what kind of person are you? What kind of person are you is your personality, right? I know I'm a high DNI and I'm a very, very outgoing, like aggressive person, right? But that means I lack in the management and every other side of the aspect to grow and have a successful business. So what I did is I partnered with someone, you know, literally 
brought Bruce in and Bruce and I made a, an agreement and we literally partnered the business together for 50, 50 partners. And knowing that he's going to do something that I can't do, you know? And I think that that is like, like the first thing to, to set up. And if you want to go at this is like, okay, what am I do? What are my strengths or weaknesses? I identify the weaknesses right off the bat that I'm not going to be able to accomplish setting this business up if it's only me, you know? So I, what I did is I, I went out and recruited the the strengths that I didn't have and I decided to give them an ownership stake, you know? Um, so let's talk about that a little bit. Let's dig into it. So like, what, what are you good at in the business? And then what is Bruce good at in the business? Like, what, I, how, do you, how do you guys break out your roles? Yeah. So, so my role is, is uh, kind of the, the visionary, right? So I always want to grasp that something new and bigger and better. Like that's, that's my role and that's my personality and which is good for obviously growing the business. And, you know, that's why I, I have very low risks like tolerance. So like, I, I don't mind throwing money at marketing or this or that, like to, to get something like I'm not over conservative. Bruce, if you want to describe like kind of how you are. <laughs> yeah. I'm more conservative. I'm the reins to Mike. So we, we talk about every deal. And we talk about why it's a good idea or a bad idea or what we need to do to make it a good property buy or flip or wholesale or whatever. Um, and within the company, I mean, I do a lot of the backend stuff, a lot of the tedious stuff. Like I love numbers. I love spreadsheets. I love tracking. Um, I love tracking the marketing. I love seeing what, what our average profit is, all that kind of stuff. And then I deal, I manage a lot of our people in the office. Mike's out and about a lot. Um, dealing with all kinds of issues and, and I handle that part. Or getting acquisitions on fire even more. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, what, Bruce, what, about, what about managing the people? Like, do you guys split up management of the people or Mike Bruce, kind of handles the management of the sales team? Uh, and then I handle the, the management of, you know, our transaction coordinator, our lead intake, those, you know, that side. Yeah. I'll, I'll manage sales team and project management. And then Bruce does like everything else. And uh, it, it's it's like a perfect fit because I'll spend the money on the marketing, but I won't track the money to see how well it's doing. Where Bruce will put those spreadsheets together, and I know that's just not my personality. Like I I don't want to be sitting in front of a computer putting together a spreadsheet. I know how important it is for being the visionary, but I like I'm not going to do it. So that's you know that's what Bruce does, and I and I feel that like if you want to 10x something or 10x anything. Like finding that person that's the complete opposite of you because all four aspects are so important in the business, you know, and um, and it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if like, OK, if you don't have much money to spend on, on marketing at all because you're just getting going at this, maybe you have another job, then maybe you need to partner with that wholesaler in your market that absolutely kills it, you know, and then you know what? You'll have all the deals you want to flip and make money and you don't have to spend any money on marketing. We literally have one wholesaler that has brought us what, four deals this year for like 250,000 or more in profit off of four deals from one wholesaler. And that's all relationship based. And we didn't pay any money to, he wants to work with us. Like literally he could sell these deals for more money, but he knows that we're always going to come through and buy and it's relationship based, you know? So, um, so I feel that like that's the biggest thing. And, and for someone that doesn't have that re- that personality or like a high eye to build the relationships, then it's like, okay, well I need to find someone or partner with someone or do some kind of 
some relationship to get that high eye who has the people skills to build those relationships up. And literally it'll grow, you know, immensely. So it'll just, and it's, so it sounds like, it sounds like Mike, you're the gas and Bruce, you're the break in the company. So yeah. you guys kind of balance each other out. If Mike, if it was just Mike, it would be all gas and just running full steam, not knowing at the end of the year, look up and say, how much money did I make? I don't even know. And then Bruce, He'd, he'd be foot on the brake, a little bit too cautious, just going, eh, maybe I shouldn't spend any more money. Maybe we should just keep doing what we're doing. So it's a good balance of the two. So you guys are going to talk about that, about getting to know your strengths and weaknesses, figuring out where to put people in place, you know, where to, you know, fortify your weaknesses and, and build off of your strengths. I think it's really important. I mean, same with me. Um, I, sometimes you just got to look in the mirror, look inward and say, I'm good at that. I'm not good at that. So I got to hire that out or. I got to find, I got to find a solution there. Um, and we have some other people in the group that have really blown up their businesses when they, um, they weren't the best uh, negotiator. They weren't the best um, leader or manager or uh, lots of different things that they couldn't do very well, but you figured out how to do it. And I think a lot of people think that they have to do it all when you really don't have to do it all. I mean, um, I, I tried, there's, I, I tried to do it all for a long time. I was doing it every year. And I would do like one project every year, two projects just didn't get me anywhere. So once I was able to bring somebody in to help handle my weaknesses or handle the areas that, that I couldn't do because I had a full-time job. Right. So. Yeah. And I, cool. and I think when you, when you start to see, right. Cause it, it sounds like, and I, and I know it's probably intimidating when we could get up here, but I, I'd love to stress to people that literally we did no real estate before, before 25 months ago. Like absolutely none. And I would have thought that we were absolutely like crazy or if it was impossible back then to get to the point we are at today. And I, I wouldn't think one bit that it would even be possible or I'd think it was an impossible mountain to climb. And now that I look back on it, I was like, we definitely made some mistakes and, and you know, wish we did some things differently. But, you know, we learned from it. And I think it made us like better. I think it, it ultimately made us better. And it's like amazing where we're at. and. What's interesting is like, I feel we could take this and apply it to anything we do now because we have all four of those very important personality traits covered and um, like, and just blow up anything that we do. Like I, it doesn't matter what it is, you know? And, uh, and it's, um, it's exciting. It's, it's really exciting. It's, and, and I think it's what lifelong partnerships and, and, and business partners are built from is, is things like this. Like, and, um, it's, it's really exciting. We, and we just want to inspire everybody else in the group that's going to be in attendance. And especially at this meeting to, if we can do it and we have the issues and struggles, then anyone can do it. Yeah. So. Awesome. Okay. So we well, had just a little taste of what they're going to bring to flip backing live on stage. So, uh, Mike and Bruce, if you guys want, if you want to see them on stage, they're one of 20 speakers that are going to be coming out October 18th through 20th. Uh, in San Diego, fliphackinglive.com. Uh, get your tickets before they're sold out. Go there. Um, if you haven't checked out the podcast that, that I did with Walter Bond, he's going to be one of the other speakers, Russell Brunson. I know you guys are excited to see him. I'm pumped to see him on stage. I'm bringing, I'm bringing six of my team members into this event to listen to you guys, listen to Gino, listen to Walter, listen to Russell, um, just to kind of grow them professionally and personally. Um, so Chad will be there. You guys will get to see him. He's coming out. So, um, exciting stuff. So 
Um, if you guys haven't got your tickets already, go to fliphackinglive.com and get your tickets. And uh, I'm going to come live again tomorrow morning on the page. I'll schedule it. And I think Andy McFarland's next on the docket. So we'll see what, uh, get a little intro of what he's talking about and how they're doing this year. So um, thanks for tuning in with us and watching the recording. Um, I'll post the link, fliphackinglive.com at the bottom. Uh, we kind of saw like Bruce's ear most of the time. So that's like our mystery guest. There he is. We'll uh, we'll see him on stage, I hope, uh, and maybe we'll give him a microphone and let him talk. So, yeah, yeah, if he can, if he can yeah. get past the gas, I'm like, uh, we're gonna set like a time thing. Like me, twenty five, <laughs> five minutes, right? Yeah. Okay, twenty five and five. Twenty five on the gas, five on the break, uh, and then we'll answer some questions. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. I'm excited Thanks. to see you. I'm really pumped about it. I think it's gonna be a fun time. Um, so. Uh, October 18th and 20th, flippackinglive.com. We'll see you guys there. Woo! All right. All right, we're on. I think we're on. Hey, uh, hey, everybody. Um, it's me and Andy. Everybody, you guys know Andy McFarland, obviously. Here, I, I learned this cool thing. I can put our names down at the bottom of this. Oh, uh, yeah, just in case. They see, like, in case they don't know who we are. And yeah. I love this. Like, you can, you can kind of see how my height's here and Andy's height's here. It's like the only time that I'll look taller than Andy is when I'm on Facebook Live with him. So... Um, pretty cool for me. This is a big thing. So, Hey, um, so I've been, this is, what is this episode, uh, three, four? Yeah. Three. I did two yesterday. Um, and, uh, I'm going to do two every day. So Andy's with me on episode three of the flip hacking live speakers. I'm going to just get on this week and next week and talk to everybody. Um, that's going to be speaking. We'll give a little plug about what they're going to be talking about and kind of what's going on with uh, flip hacking live October 18th through 20th in San Diego. If you don't have tickets, you're late to the party. You got a couple left, so go to flippackinglive.com and check it out. So, um, please welcome Andy McFarland. Oh, hey, yay! Andy. <laughs> um, so I'm honored to be number three, but uh, I've been watching a few of those. Super stoked for the people who are going to come talk. But I'd be lying to say I'm not a lot more nervous now because of uh, the lineup of speakers we've got. The few of them that we've announced, especially Russell Brunson. Um, I know he's uh, he's spoken for some packed crowds. So I don't know if you were joking or not, Bill, if you're saying that I have to speak before him. Better before him than after them, but are you joking about that? Well, I'm working on the itinerary right here. I'm just uh, show everybody. I got it right here. So I'm moving some stuff around. So I'm not exactly sure where I'm going to put you. Um, oh I might put you like right after him because – No, no, no. No, anybody no. can If anybody can <laughs> – uh, fill the stage after Russell will be you, right? Oh, man. Nobody's going to speak after him, so yeah. you probably want to do lunch after him or yeah. something. But that's I'm super excited for that for, for a lot of the speakers we've got coming, but especially you know guys like Russell and some of those speakers. Like I'm going to want to sit there and like just absorb all of that. So hopefully I can speak. I want to speak before them so my nerves can be calmed down, so I can actually focus on what they're going to say because I'm super stoked on what they're going to say. So yeah. anyway, hopefully um, the guy that you gave a notepad to last year actually brings it this year. To I know, right? I know, right? I'm going to bring a few notepads for, for what those guys are going to say. So, no, yeah. I'm super excited for all the people that are coming. Like, I know I'm participating in this, but I feel like honored just to be able one share the stage and two just be able to go there and soak up the knowledge from all of those guys. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to oh, be there. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Did I tell you that like six of my team members are coming out to the event? So I'm I'm bringing them out. out. Yeah, I want to bring them out. I, I basically told my whole company. I said, look, if you. If you get yourself out there, then I'll take care of your ticket and everything. So, and I'm getting a hotel room and stuff like that. So, um, they're all going to be there. And I think, you know, those six are going to get a ton out of it. And we're just going to, you know, just get rid of their barriers, uh, make them want to do more, get a, get the buy in and everything. So, I'm excited about that. I think they're, oh, I think they're going to love it. So, yeah, I know I brought Didi the first year. 
I was going to say, if What's I told that? any of my team members about like the people who are, we've announced that are coming now, they're all going to, they would all want to come. So, and I don't know that we've got enough tickets for all those people that are going to come. So I'll, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep that under wraps, right? I'm going to keep that under wraps because they would all definitely want to come out for that. So um, that's the goal. Yeah, that's the goal. It. Excited for all it. All right. So, so tell us a little bit about what's going on in your company this year, how things are going, stuff like that. Just give everybody a little update. It don't, I mean, don't give too much away if you're going to share that on the stage, but um, yeah. just a little background. I mean, there might be some people watching who, who don't know who you are uh, living under a rock or something like that. So uh, like where you are, what you do a little bit like that, just in case. Yeah, I do a few different things, but primarily people are probably interested in the wholesale company, wholesale housekeeping company. So I do that in three different states, Utah. I live in Utah, uh, New Mexico, and Indiana. So we've got a team of people, about 18 or 20, I don't know the exact count, a couple of different sales reps in every state. And we basically we buy houses and wholesale them primarily, but we also do a lot more retail flips this year in all three states. So that's what we've been working on this year. And it's, you know, it's, I tell people a lot of this and I guess we're on Facebook live. So I'm going to tell the whole world this, whoever's going to watch this. Uh, everybody seems to look at me and you guys call me the rabbit or whatever you call me. Cause you guys are all chasing me, but it might seem like it's a ducks, you know, going smooth across that water. But what you guys don't see is underneath we're paddling like crazy to make things happen. So um, we have constantly dealing with stuff. You know, we're just always trying to grow and be better and, and stabilize what we've got. So um yeah, so doing a lot of that. I'm not going to be talking about any of that really at Flip Hacking Live. In years past, I've given updates on where we're at, and maybe I'll give a little bit of that. But I'm planning on just jumping right into the meat and how it can help. I've got some ideas of what the stuff that I could share that's really going to help. This helped us maximize uh, more of our marketing dollars, and I think will really help investors. And not only help investors now in this current market, but I think that we all feel this, right? We've been in this bull market for like eight years now. The national economy's been good. Everybody's making money. Employment's at like 110%, if you can have that. But um I think as the market softens and shifts a little bit, whenever that is in the coming years, um, this strategy that I'm going to share, I think will it's great for today's market and it will be even better in a coming market. So so that's what I'm, what I'm talking about. Is that enough of a teaser? Or do you want me to go deeper into that teaser? No, that's good. That's good. I, you know, you said something in there that I want to ask about. So you said yeah. um, you said that you guys are uh, flipping more properties this year. Why is that? Um, you know, honestly, we did that because we wanted to kind of stabilize. We're in three different markets to kind of, be be stable if if in in the future years um because there are three very different markets that we're in and also we want flipping because i know in coming markets i think you'll have to add more value you won't be able to just wholesale properties i think you'll have to um have rental options and you also have to options where you're adding value through flipping properties so we want to make sure that we're ready to do that uh in case you know what, whatever comes our way we want to make sure that we're, we're stable and we can actually live through whatever's coming does that make sense okay. yeah i thought you were going to say I don't For some reason, I thought you were going to say I would squeeze the most money out of it uh, as I can. So that's you know some of the stuff that we're doing right now is kind of uh, part of that. You know, is yeah, hey, yeah. if we have the ability to flip some of them, then then we then we will. And some of ours don't meet the wholesale criteria, so we've been flipping them because of that. Like yeah. we don't have enough margin. Yeah, and and I think you can. I think that's one of the reasons too. Um, and I don't want anybody to read into the stuff I'm saying. I'm saying like, man, he's talking a lot about future market shifts and what's going to go on here. Like you are living under a rock if you don't realize that we've been in a bull economy for a long time now, right? So. Things are going to change. Change is inevitable, but that's okay. Change can be good. But if you're not preparing for it and looking forward to the future in your company or business, then then you're you're not being realistic. So we always try to like maximize what we're doing now with an eye towards the future to make sure that we can be viable in the future for for us and the people that work with us, um, and of course the the our the, the families of the people that that work in our in our team. So. You know, that's one of the things that I think for me is so important about coming to events like this and, 
and getting immersed in, in other people all around the country that are doing what we're doing is because you come to these events, you're networking with people, you're finding out all the ins and outs of what's going on in their business, different, different areas of, of, of the U.S., um, what's going on in really hot areas, what's going on in quiet areas. And I, I look at like some of these groups, these mastermind groups like Seven Figure Flipping and, and think of it like a little bit of like an insurance policy. So what's yeah. going on in some of the big hot markets? Um, I get an update on that ahead of time. Like we're always talking about what's going on, what's next. And it allows me to start, you know, being at that. We all in the military, we always say the, the pointy end of the spear, right? We want to yeah. be on the, tip of the spear, right? Yeah. So we want to be ready. We want to be kind of that first one to kind of move and, and adapt and change. And it allows us to do that. So we can network with the people that all around the U.S. see trends, uh, not just in our marketing. And we see it all around. So I think events like this, the mastermind groups, they're so important to, to what we do to just, you know, keep the pulse on on what's going on. So absolutely. Absolutely. It's all of those things. It's, you know, with the mastermind groups, sharing marketing numbers, seeing trends there, seeing uh, national trends, because things tend to happen in the sand states before they move into other states, all that stuff. And then also selfishly, for those of us that have been to Flip Hacking Live before, it kind of feels like a family reunion, right? It's just like this, yeah. it's just big, like everybody goes there and the people you haven't seen sometimes in six months or a year, and you just get to go and like reconnect. And it's amazing for that. And then you kind of meet people. Like last year, I met a lot of people that this year I'm looking forward to, to seeing them again. So it just becomes this perpetual, like, time that we go see people because we're all busy. I mean, Bill's, yep. Bill's handling the, you know, things for like, like you've got the capacity of like five different people. So you're running a million miles an hour, but uh, I get to see you every few months and especially like flipbacking live events. So super stoked for that. Well, you said, um, you said something in the beginning, like, um, I, 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 I don't feel like I have the capacity, but you think that everything like looks really good. We're, this one we actually started on time and everything's going well in this call, but <laughs> yes. it's like, it's like chaos until there's, that little bit of calm, like you said, you're like walking on the water. It's all smooth but yeah. underneath is like disaster. So yeah, it may look like I have the capacity to do a lot more. I just, I just don't sleep or spend any time with anyone else. Right. So, uh, <laughs> so that's why all the more reason to take us to flip backing live. You'll get to spend time with Bill. In fact, your yeah. wife's probably thinking like, do I get a day to ticket to flip backing live? Do well, I so I'm, I'm working. So last night, uh, secretly, uh, uh, Lucy went to bed a little bit early and I was on the computer and I bought a couple tickets, uh, uh, Southwest tickets to fly out to San Diego like four days early yeah. for me and her. So oh, I bought really? her a ticket to come out early and stay until uh, Monday of our eight figure event and fly home on Monday. So that's so cool. I, I, she might hear me in the next room, but I got that kind of working like under. Spoiler alert! Yeah. You heard it here first. Don't nobody share this Facebook live with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please uh, don't tag uh, her. Nobody needs to tell. No, no, her. I, I'll tell her today. So by the time by the time anybody sees this, or she's not watching this, I don't think. I don't know. Maybe. So, but, uh, so yeah, so I'm going to spend some time, hopefully like a couple days early, go out there try to relax for a couple of days. And I, I need to have everything sorted out before then. So, yeah. um, so Justin, if you're watching this, just so you know, I'm gonna take a couple of days off before the event, right? Is that okay? Thanks. All right. Um, so what are you going to be talking about? I mean, we've been kind of yeah, you're just, uh, riffing a little bit, so okay. a little, you know, yeah, like a little tease or, uh, or whatever, you know, just tell us what you're talking about, get everybody excited. Um, I want, I mean, we've used, I, I know what you're talking about and we've yeah. used a lot of this in my business and it's been the game changer for us. So I'm excited for it. Yeah. And I'm surprised about the number of people that don't use this, which is why when I got thinking about what I could share, that would be universally effective to all real estate investors. I thought, okay, maybe I need to go back to what I feel like is the basics. But again, I don't think it's the basics for a lot of real estate investors. In fact, there's some high level masterminds I'm a part of, uh, you know, seven, eight figure flipping and stuff. And I talk to some of these people and I'm like, I'm saying some of these things to them and they're like, now, how do you do that? Now, what, what are you talking about again? And how do you? And I'm like, I'm constantly amazed that people don't understand some of these concepts. So, no, before you say, before you say what it is, before you say what it is, why did you decide to talk about this concept? Like, other than that, like just people not knowing what it is, 
why did you decide that this is the most important thing for you to talk about? Because I know we, we went back and forth on it. Yeah, there's a few different reasons. One, I know it helps people convert better and make more use of their marketing dollars. It will help them make more money. That is, that is extremely important. But two, I honestly feel like at my gut and core, and people might think I'm being altruistic, but I feel like when you do this stuff, you're serving yourself and the sellers better. And, and I think that's important that we can serve everybody at the highest level we possibly can. Because it's a disservice to certain sellers when they have people in front of them that don't understand some of the things that I'm going to talk about. It makes it less of a win for both people involved. So does that make sense? I've worked with, like when I used to go meet with sellers, I knew some of these concepts and techniques. So I was able to work with sellers to do that. And I know time and time again, how excited and how happy the people were to be able to work with me because I could help them in ways that other people weren't, weren't able to help them, right? So um, without further ado, it's, it's seller financing techniques, right? And it's not people, I think a lot of times people think seller finance is just this like magical box of stuff that they don't understand how to work. It's, it doesn't have to be that complicated. And there's lots of different ways you can look at a seller finance deal, but you need to understand from a high level what you can do, have different tools besides the 70% of ARV minus repairs, right? The cash hammer we talk about. If you don't have different tools than that, you're not serving the seller to the highest level and you're not serving yourself and that lead to the highest level, right? So those are the things I want to talk about. And hopefully I'll twist people's minds about what they think is a deal. Because a lot of times people think of, the house is a deal. Is this house a deal for the value that I can buy is a deal? Looking at the fact terms can make a house a deal. And not only that, I'll tweak their mind a little bit more and talk about sometimes the house cannot be a deal, but the money can be a deal. The money can be a deal. Have you ever bought a deal that was not a deal for the house, but you got it for the money? I have, right? So people need to look at it that way. Sometimes people look at it and say, why would you ever do that? And they're discounting what it is to have money. Because they're like, Money is an asset, right? Long-term money, money at low rates for long-term is an asset. So if you think of things that way, you can help a seller via things like an installment sale. If you don't know what that is, we'll talk about it. Help them with their tax situation. You can also help by borrowing their money, helping them, helping you long-term and making that situation an, an asset, even though the house is less than desirable. So I might have said too much about that, right? No, but, no, uh, no. It's good. Opening their mind to things like that, right? Open their mind to things like that. So all packed into uh, how much time you're going to give me. 10 minutes, 30? What do you need, like four hours for this? Yeah, <laughs> I know, I need like four. So you got to tell me so I can condense it down to what it needs to be. We'll, we'll see We'll see how long the Russell talks. Give yeah. How much time you have left over. Oh, no, here you go again. But, <laughs> um, um, but I promise know, it'll be eye-opening. I'll explain different types of deals that we do and how you can look at things different ways. And uh, it'll be good. It'll be good for everybody that comes and hears it. So. Yeah, so I've, <clears throat> I've got my salespeople coming. So just, okay. when I found out this was happening, this is a big push for me. Added pressure, added hey, pressure. Hey, I mean, get, get my people to come out here to, to listen to this because, you know, these are, these are tools. And, and one thing that you didn't mention in, in kind of why you decided to talk about this, and what we talked about in the beginning was as markets change and shift and, and things happen, yep. this is going to be a skill that is going to be key to, you know, if the cheese moves, trying to figure out how we're doing deals in the future. So if you, oh, if you know this skill and you learned it, like there's a lot of other things uh, that, that you're going to benefit from with something like this if you have this skill. Maybe I'll share some of these stats up front, like how many more deals we do, because what percentage of our deals actually have some form of stellar financing in it. But it's a lot. It's a lot of deals that way. But I can tell you, in today's market, which we all know it's been hot for a long time, and for us to get a lot of seller financing deals seem, might seem like strange to people. Like, well, why would a seller sell with terms in a hot market? So that's kind of true, but we're still getting a lot of it now. So you can employ these tactics right now. As soon as you leave that seminar, you can start working some leads that you didn't think were deals anymore. You can work them with seller financing. But the second thing is if, when and if this market shifts, it will shift. And when it shifts, the terms deals are better. You can create phenomenal deals in a buyer's market when you know terms deals. 
much better for everybody involved. Much better. Yep. I bought a ton of deals back when it was yeah, much better deals for everybody. So yeah. it's good now. It's even better later. So that's why I thought it was a good topic. And and it's a tool. So come to this event, learn this tool, and you will be head and shoulders above your competition. So we all talk about marketing is saturated. We're we're competing with a bunch of other people. Everybody's paying way too way more way, you know more than we are. I can't find a deal. All that I mean, everybody's saying this stuff. I mean, we're yep. still doing deals. And when you have this tool and this concept, and you understand it, and you can use it. You'll you'll be the one that other people are complaining about. You might be paying more than them, but you're doing it on terms, or you're oh. doing it with some sort of financing, or or all the things that Andy's going to talk about. And so I'm pumped because every time that I hear you speak, I learn something. And now to be able to bring my people that work for me, work with me, work in the company, bring them there to see this, um, it's it's going to be phenomenal. So I can't Pressure's wait. Pressure their gears turning and and tell me how much they appreciate it and and how much they learn and stuff like that. So um, anything else that you want to talk about before we go? Um, the last thing, it might sound like a shameless pitch, but uh, if you don't have a ticket to this yet, if you've been considering it, you're crazy. Like just for some of the speakers we talk about, like I don't want to keep harping on Russell because, you know, but just for that, like if people understood, like just for that, people are crazy for not coming to this stuff. So, yeah. I know. A ticket for that cost to see Russell Brunson on stage is crazy. Um, you can go somewhere else and see him for a lot more, or you can come see him and, you know, 19 other people um, for a lot less. So it, it, it's and not only what you're going to see on stage. I think you've talked about this before, but it's what happens off stage that's so much better. You get to hang out and talk to these people. This is not like somebody hasn't been to events where it's like you have some keynote speaker that's like ushered in right before he speaks and then he's ushered off and you'll never see him again because he's off in his private helicopter. That's not what happens here. People hang out and talk like I'll be around. You'll be around. Lots of people will be around. And the, a lot of the action happens after the meeting after the meeting is real. So people should come to this hands down yeah. questions asked. People should come. Well, I'm glad you said that because the, when we, we've had people that have uh, found business partners there, we've had uh, JVs oh, happen, deals happen. Um, everything's going on, you know, after the event. Um, if you're not staying at the hotel that Marriott and La Jolla, that, that place is where all these things are going to be happening. We're all going to be staying there. All the speakers, um, all the coaches, all the seven and eight figure members, mastermind members, um, high level uh, house flippers and wholesalers. So um, if you need a link to that, just let us know right here. Um, we can send you the the link to the discount code. Uh, we were able to get an extension to the hotel. It ends the oh, end nice. of the week. Nice. Um, they had some tech issues. So Vanessa hammered them. She's uh, the bulldog that got them down. Um, and uh, and go to flippackinglive.com and, and get your ticket. So um I think that's it. Let's go on that. So I look forward to seeing you all there. And if you're on the fence, here's your little push. (laughs) There's your push. Looking forward to meeting you guys. Yeah, me too. Cool. All right. We're out of here. Hey, everybody. We're back uh, live. Uh, It's Bill Allen again here. Let me, uh, I found this cool thing. I can put our little names under here. So um, uh, I'm back with you. Um, I interviewed Andy a little bit earlier for episode three. I guess this is episode four with Tim. So we're talking about, um, I'm getting together with all the, all the members, all the, all the presenters and speakers at Flip Hacking Live 2018, October 18th through 20th in San Diego. Um, just giving everybody just a little bit of taste of what they're going to be talking about to kind of excite the people to come in and, and get ready for the event. Uh, we got, I think it's a month from today, uh, maybe a month from yesterday. So we're right about a month out. So people are starting to prepare, booking the hotels, getting their flights, all that stuff. Um, and the procrastinators are like three or four days away from that still. So, 
Um, so anyway, without further ado, I want to bring to you guys uh, Tim Dye. So Tim, if you want to tell everybody a little bit about yourself and what you guys do. Yeah, I'd love to, Bill. Thanks for uh, having me on and greetings from sunny Columbus, Ohio, home of the Buckeyes. Um, yeah, so I'll just, I don't want to spill too many of the beans and some stuff that I'm going to talk about at Flip Packing Live, but I'd love to just sort of give everyone a taste. I mean, I was, um, I've been doing a little bit of rental property playing for some few, few years, but certainly wouldn't consider myself any kind of serious investor. I had a full-time corporate job. Um, I'm not going to mention who I worked for because it's part of the surprise at Flip Packing Live, but it was a company that everyone would know. Literally every single person would be aware of who they are and, and uh, is familiar with their products. But yeah, don't say anything, Bill. Um, Deal. So it was a, you know, it essentially what I'm going to be talking about at Flip Packing Live is it's a tough choice when you have, um, when you have a, a good job with a good income and great benefits and it's, you know, that security blanket and you're, you know, you're generally happy but you don't quite feel fulfilled that you're chasing something better or having some of the freedom of even time to do what you want to do when you want to do it. Um, so, you know, that's kind of the, the nature of my chat. And it, it, th those, th those, those decisions are hard. I'm sure that there's a lot of people that, you know, are, are going to watch this video that are in a similar situation. Like, Hey, I, I'm really passionate about doing this real estate thing. And, um, I love to, to do it. I, maybe even I've done a flip or two or wholesaled a few deals, but I still have a full-time job and it's hard to do both. And I, you know, I want people to know that I've been there. I mean, we've all been there at some point. I've been there, you know, just not even quite two years ago and having to make that, that decision. And so not only do I want to tell people about, you know, my journey and, and how I decided that, but you know, I want to give people some very specific actionable things to think about and how to just really analyze that a little bit. There's no right answer, but and everyone's a little different, but there are some tips that I, I'm happy to provide of, of how to think about it and how to set your, you know, structure your mindset to make those types of decisions. So did you did you leave your corporate job and go right into starting a business or were you running this business uh, while you were working at that corporate job? I was running the business. Um, you know, I definitely had started the business and had had a little bit of momentum. You know, okay, yeah. It's not like I quit my full time job and then like, oh, now how do I go flip a house? Now um, there was definitely crossover, and it was some of the some of the hardest times is that crossover of you know, kind of burn the candle at both ends. Yeah, that sounds familiar. So it sounds like we have a lot in common. I, I didn't work for a. I don't know, maybe if you call the U.S. government a big corporate company. But, um, you know, yeah, I was running that, you know, trying to figure out how to run that business while I was still flying and then uh, figuring out like those, you know, how to transition out of that. Or if, if I even should, you know, can I keep doing what I really love doing? And, you know, I had some personal things that came up in my life that made it a little bit easier for me as a decision. Uh, but those of you that are, you know, used to that corporate job and that security blanket and all that, and I got to keep some of that still. So, you know, there's a lot of things that I bet a lot of people that are going to be there are trying to figure it out. Um, you know, maybe they flipped a house or maybe they want to and they're working a job and maybe they love their job and maybe they hate their job. So all right. these different things, you know, it's a different decision. So are you going to share some of those like some kind of milestones or, you know, times that uh, ways to kind of analyze that? 
Yeah, that's that's kind of what I wanted to talk about because you know we want to make sure that at Flip Hacking Live that we're you know we're giving some people some specific actionable things that they can walk away with. You know, that when they're taking notes, they can they can have something that they can actually think about, take action on, and move forward with. So I'm definitely going to talk about some of those milestones and some of the kind of goals that that you know when I was talking with my wife and I about where we wanted to be specifically before I actually made the decision to leave the corporate job. Awesome. Hey, look what I figured out how to do. I don't know if you can see this, but I can actually post somebody's comment in the video. Can you see that, Tim? Yeah, I can see that. It's awesome. So I've I've been like research. I'm getting better at this. So the first one, I was like five minutes late because I couldn't figure out how to run this thing. And then now I was able to put our names up. And during Andy's, I got to like kind of joke with them a little bit. I I know how technologically challenged you are. So I'm very proud that you figured you figured that out. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Pretty awesome. So she said, mindset's everything. I still battle mindset every day. Got to get out of my own way. So I totally agree with that. Like, I think that's the biggest thing for me about getting around these people and joining this group is before I was kind of, you know, just my, my paycheck was pretty solid. Like it was coming in all the time. You're working for, working for the government, uh, unless they're going on strike. Occasionally they told us that we might not get paid. Right. So, uh, but you know, everything was fine and it's all, it was secure and, and, and felt good. And I don't know, I just wasn't really challenging myself. And, and now what I, I always wanted to be the best at whatever I did, but now getting around people that, you know, just elevate the bar and change the way I think about everything. Um, and just, I don't know, the way I, uh, just getting around these people. And, and I think that's what this event does for a lot of people is it changes the way that they think about what's possible. So that mindset piece and I think you're going to talk about it with, you know, leaving a corporate job because you really have to change the way that, you know, you're leaving this security blanket, right? Leaving that to go to something that's a little bit unknown. And it, and it's really all the weight is on you. It's all on your shoulders. It's about you running a company now and being responsible for other people. So, you know, changing that, the way that we think and changing the way that we look at things or, or even value the way that we spend money or what we do. Um, it's really a big, a big shift um, from going something like that to something like we're all we're all doing, or the people that are there are really interested in doing. So, right. how did your family take that? Like, uh, was your wife on board and they were all about it, or did it take some coaxing? Well, you know, it, once it was time, you know, once we had kind of discussed the mi- the milestones and had those conversations, and it kind of got to that point, you know, Katie was super supportive, and she was like, "Let's do it." Um, you know, she knew that, that, that we would figure it out. I mean, we had plans, we weren't just winging it, but you know, she knew that we would figure it out because we had had plans set up. But I think early on, you know, I remember why I still had the job and I wanted to flip our first house. She thought I was crazy. Like she just, I, I'm a whiteboard guy and I just, I just think out loud and I'm like sketching stuff on a whiteboard. Like what if this, and here's my idea. And it, we both talk about it all the time, very vividly remembering like three years ago or whenever it was, I, you know, I think I'm going to flip a house. And she's like, what are you talking about? And I sketched it out and the numbers and this, that and the other. So um, but in terms of supportive, when it came time to make the jump, I think, you know, you have to be on board. You know, you have to have all the critical decision makers on board. Um, and it's not always easy to get there because there might be some disagreement, but, uh, she, you know, I would say that without her 
ongoing support, not even in that time, but, you know, we all face struggles in our business and without her support, it would be extraordinarily difficult. So, you know, having that open communication is really critical. Yeah, I agree. My, my wife's not a big part of the business. She's a big part of supporting me and my endeavors and traveling to all these events and, you know, uh, traveling down to Pensacola now to work with my team and uh, everything that we do. It's, it's a challenge, right? So, it's really good, you know, take care, watch the kids. We have three kids like you guys. Uh, ours are not nearly as old, so they all need, like, I don't know. They right. need tons kind of support. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so it's great, you know, having that support. And I remember her when I was joining Seven Figure, when she, I said, hey, I'm, you know, I, I want to join this group. This is, I think, the next, this is what's going to get me to the next level. And um, talking to her about, you know, spending that kind of money and, and joining a group like that. And she just said, look, if you think that that's what you need and it's for you, then I think you should do it. And just that, I mean, I remember that conversation like it was yesterday. It was three years ago. And that was just kind of like the turning point in me saying, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping. You know, I'm ready. I'm all in. So uh, really cool to just have that, that, just that support there, even yeah. though she's not involved in the business. So, but I know, I think Katie's involved in the business. For you yeah, guys. Katie's fairly involved we kind of have this sort of unwritten rule although i say it all the time we try to keep her like 15 hours a week in the business or less if she's doing more than that it's probably too much let's figure out how to delegate it to someone else but you know she picks and chooses what she wants to be involved with for the most part which is great that we have that opportunity you know she she uh she likes making some of the design decisions on the houses and you know just supports other things but i mean i think she 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 really um, sees part of her role is just you know supporting me too because I, I get I mean I beat myself up big time I'm I'm super analytical at times and you know I just take the weight of the world on my shoulders and so you know that's that's a big value in having her and I think even just going back to what you were saying around mindset around our group I think that's so important and it's it's you can't you can't really quantify that or it's not a tangible thing you can't say well. You know, being around Bill makes me do X more deals or dollars, although it definitely does because you have <laughs> ideas. But it's harder to quantify that. When you, when you get around our group, it's inspiring just to see what's possible. Aside from the, the, the tactical and the tangible, you can just see what's possible and how far people have grown and what they've done um, and the obstacles that they're overcoming. So, you know, it's hard to put a value on that. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, for me, it was kind of just realizing that it's just, they're like regular people. You feel like there's this big gap between when you come to an event like this and we're all there like Thursday night, we do this round table reception where all the speakers have a table that the people who bought tickets, the house swing formula members, anybody who's at the event is just coming up and talking to us. And they're asking questions about, Hey, I got, you know, this happened to me or I want to do this, or do you have any recommendations for that? And we're there for like two hours just talking to them. And usually I have to get dragged away because I'm people, you know, I have made plans to go eat people and they're hungry and um, we will just sit there and talk with them. And then we're at the hotel uh, just spending time with people and talking to them. And what you realize is you think there's just like huge gap between like where you are and where we, where one of us is, or like for me, when I met Andy, I was like, man, I've done like, I did one flip last year and this guy's doing like 20 a month, like 20 deals a month. I, but I didn't, when you met, when I met him and got to know him, it didn't feel like there, there was anything. He's just a couple steps ahead and he's going to show me how to get there. And then I just followed in his footsteps, which, you know, you think about like walking through really deep snow, I'm just like stepping in his footprints. It's so much easier to walk because 
he's already done the work. So yeah, it's like you, you don't need to recreate the wheel. I mean, this is not a, you're not trying to invent the next widget, you know, and something revolutionary. It's a proven, it's a proven business that, you know, people like, you know, Andy and Mike and you and Don, and, you know, many others, you know, the combined experience and years and deals is crazy. So sometimes, you know, sometimes I get caught up in that too. I don't do nearly what you guys do, but I want to do more. And I always have to, you know, I was actually just talking to Andy the other day and he just helped simplify. He's like, here's what works. Just do this. And I was yeah. like, Oh, okay. And why should I argue with Andy? Right. I mean, how, how who am I to say like, well, that, you know, let's try this or let's do this over here. So it's, it's crazy how, you know, the, the, the quality and the level of people that you can be around. If you just humble yourself and are willing to listen and, you know, put yourself out there a little bit and ask questions and don't be afraid to ask what you think are dumb questions. Like you got to ask them, you know, the only stupid question is the one you don't ask. And then you just go make a mistake when there was dozens and dozens of, if not hundreds of people around that they know the answer and they've made that mistake before. So you don't have to make it. Yeah. And that's, that's what I love about this event. It's kind of, we, we talked about kind of walking in the footsteps or following that path or it's provided. This event is not about just like, giving a little bit or just ch- like giving mindset piece or motivational speeches. Uh, this event is about kind of opening the doors and giving the goods like mm-hmm. actionable items to get you to that place. And each speaker is going to be talking about something a little bit different. Like we talked to Gino on the first one and he's going to talk about kind of like guerrilla marketing, like free marketing, like how to make, make people go out there and find you deals for you about relationships. Um, and then, you know, today we talked to Andy about, um, um, about um, uh, seller finance. I couldn't find the words. Seller finance, talking about being creative to do deals. And um, and then now, like, leaving a full-time job and um, uh, in a corporate world and what that looks like and the steps. And we're all going to be kind of in those positions um, to – everybody's going to take something a little bit different from an event like this. And we're really – I, I kind of talk about, like, opening the kimono, right? So it's like – we're going to give you all the goods. So it's not just like we're holding them back. I'm going to hold it back here a little bit because I want you to come to the event and watch Tim. He's not going to give us full presentation here on Facebook Live. But, um, you know, get your ticket. Come come out and, and, and join us and, and sit down at the table with us and come say hi. Like uh, especially what I love is the people that come back every year. And I remember from the year before and we talked and then I can ask them, hey, how are things going? You know, what have you done? And just every year it seems like um, – people are making strides and, and, and doing more deals and, and learning something, or they might take in something from that event and come back and say, Hey, um, I, I can't believe like I, I put in place what you guys were talking about. This is what it did. So yeah. really, really powerful and rewarding for, for us. And that's why we do it. You know, we want to give back. And I, I mean, I stole so much from Andy's business and he's created such a great business for me or helped me get there. And everybody that in the group that's given back to my company is, you know, I want to give back. And I know, Justin's the same way and Andy's the same way and Mike and Mike and Don and all the members, uh, everybody that's in the coaching programs, anywhere from eight figure down to housekeeping formula. Uh, everybody just loves to give back. I mean, you do that first deal and you're like, man, how can I show somebody else how to do this too? So yeah, I completely agree. Uh, Tim, anything else before we go? I don't want to keep you all day. I know you got work to do. You got to follow your wife around the house. <laughs> uh, no, I just, I look forward to seeing everyone out there. I, I mean, I can tell you that 
you know, I, when I was on the fence about whether to come to the first, you know, my first flip hacking live or join the group, I was hesitant and I'm so glad that I did. So hopefully we'll, you know, see some people that were on the fence come out and if they can't implement all 747 ideas they're going to get. If they could implement three, you know, that it's going to mean something to them. So we look forward to, to being able to share that with everyone. Yeah, for sure. You just think one thing from this event and start implementing it. I mean, it could be the difference between, you know, no deals and, and doing three, four, five deals next year. So yeah. even just one idea, one thing, you change your life. So uh, fliphackinglive.com. Guys, go there. If you don't have tickets yet, what are you waiting for? Um, check it out. I'll put the comment or I'll put the link down below too. So Tim, thanks for spending time with me. I appreciate it. Bye everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. I think I got some tomorrow too. See ya. Thanks, Bill. This has been the House Flipping HQ podcast. Your, your ultimate house flipping resource for intelligent real estate investing and financial freedom. Check out amazing tutorials, blogs, how-tos, and other inspiring podcasts with house flipping experts at houseflippinghq.com. Houseflippinghq.com.